Okay. To the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's book, take two this evening. We just had a little tech, technical difficulty with our microphone. Hopefully it's working now. Um, we'll get right to it because now we're late. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram of Srila Sanatana Goswami glorifying the Srimad Bhagavatam very nicely. It goes like this. <clears throat> Sarva Shastrabdi Piyusha Sarva Vigdhaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures singular fruit of all the Vedas rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kalidvanduditaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Sri Krishna Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sevasevaya Sri Krishnaya Namostame. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguro Man Mahadana Manistadagamad Bhagya Mad Ananda Namostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu Sadhuta Dayin Adini Chuchatakada Hanamunchagadachin Mam Prem Narit Kantayokspuda. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So before we begin the uh, continuation of the reading of the introduction uh, to Srimad Bhagavatam which is the a short sketch not so short, it's taken four days so far <coughs> of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu we'd like to give you a breaking news hot off the press only you know that means the uh, hearers of daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books and that is that we approved the final uh, sample for the mastering of the Chaitanya Charitamrita and now it's going full speed and hopefully sometime around the end of the year it may be ready for publication
Hare Krishna. So now we're uh, in the middle of the introduction, she, the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and Lord Chaitanya has just uh, met Prakashananda Saraswati, the Mayavadi head of the sannyasis in Varanasi. We're beginning with the with the with the paragraph, uh, starting, the great Mayavadi sannyasi, Prakashananda. great Mayavari sannyasi Prakashananda inquired from the Lord as to the reason for his preferring the Sankirtan movement to the study of the Vedanta Sutra. Prakashananda said that it is the duty of a sannyasi to read the Vedanta Sutra. What caused the Lord to indulge in Sankirtan? After this inquiry, the Lord submissively replied, I have taken to the Sankirtan movement instead of the study of Vedanta because I am a great fool. The Lord thus represented himself as one of the numberless fools of this age who are absolutely incapable of studying the Vedanta philosophy. The fool's indulgence in the study of Vedanta has caused so much havoc in society. The Lord thus continued, and because I am a great fool, my spiritual master forbade me to play with Vedanta philosophy. He said that it is better that I chant the holy name of the Lord, for that would deliver me from material bondage. In this age of Kali, there is no religion in this age of Kali, there is no other religion but the glorification of the Lord by utterance of His holy name. And that is the injunction of all the revealed scriptures. And my spiritual master has taught me one shloka from the Brihan Naradiya Purana. Harer Nama, Harer Nama, Harer Nama, Eva Kevalam. Kalo Nasteva, Nasteva. Nasteva Gatir Anyata. So, in the order of my spiritual master, I chant the holy name of Hari, and I am now mad after this holy name. Whenever I utter the holy name, I forget myself completely, and sometimes I laugh, cry, and dance like a madman. I thought that I had actually gone mad by this process of chanting. And therefore, I asked my spiritual master about it. He informed me that it was the real effect of chanting the holy name, which produces... He, he, he informed me that this was the real effect of chanting the holy name, which produces a transcendental emotion that is a rare manifestation. It is the sign of love of God, which is the ultimate end of life. Love of God is transcendental to liberation, mukti. 
and thus it is called the fifth stage of spiritual realization. <clears throat> above the stage of liberation, above the stage of liberation, by chanting the holy name of Krishna, one attains the stage of love of God. And it was good that fortunately I was favored with this blessing. On hearing this statement from the Lord, the Mayavadi Sannyasi asked the Lord, what was the harm in studying the Vedanta along with chanting the holy name? Prakashananda Saraswati knew, knew well that the Lord was formerly known as Nimai Pandit, a very learned scholar of Nabadweep, and his posing as a great fool was certainly to some purpose. <clears throat> Hearing this inquiry by the sannyasi, <clears throat> the Lord smiled <clears throat> and said, <clears throat> My dear sir, if you do not mind, I will answer your inquiry. <clears throat> so sorry, my voice. All the sannyasis there were very much pleased with the Lord for his honest dealings. And they unanimously replied that they would not be offended by whatever he replied. The Lord then spoke as follows. Vedanta Sutra consists of transcendental words <clears throat> or sounds uttered by the transcendental personality of Godhead. As such, in the Vedanta, there cannot be any human deficiencies like mistake, illusion, cheating, or inefficiency. The message of, of the Upanishads is expressed in the Vedanta Sutra, and understanding the direct meaning of what is said there is certainly glorious. Whatever interpretations have been given by Shankaracharya, have no direct bearing on the sutra and therefore such commentation spoils everything. The word Brahman indicates the greatest of all <clears throat> which is full with transcendental opulences superior to all. Brahman is ultimately the personality of Godhead and he is covered by indirect interpretations and established as impersonal. Everything that is in the spiritual world is full of transcendental bliss, including the form, body, place, and paraphernalia of the Lord. All are eternally cognizant and blissful. It is not the fault of the Acharya, Shankar, that he has so interpreted Vedanta, but if someone accepts it, then certainly he is doomed. Anyone who accepts the transcendental body of the Personality of Godhead as something mundane certainly commits the greatest blasphemy. 
The Lord thus spoke to the sannyasi almost in the same way that he spoke to the Bhattacharya of Puri. And by forceful arguments, he nullified the Mayavad interpretations of the Vedanta Sutra. All the sannyasis there claimed that the Lord was the personified Vedas and the personality of Godhead. All the sannyasis were converted into the cult of bhakti. All of them accepted the holy name of the, of the Lord, Sri Krishna, and they dined together with the Lord in the midst of them. After this conversation, <clears throat> after this conversion of the sannyasis, the popularity of the Lord increased in Varanasi and thousands of people assembled to see the Lord in person. The Lord thus established the primary importance of Srimad Bhagavata Dharma and He defeated all other systems of spiritual realization. After that, everyone in Varanasi was overwhelmed with the transcendental Sankirtan movement. While the Lord was camping at Varanasi, Sanatana Goswami also arrived after retiring from office. Formerly known as Sakura Malik, he had been one of the state ministers in the government of Bengal, then under the regime of Nawab Hussein Shah. He had some difficulty in getting relief from the state service, for the Nawab was reluctant to let him leave. Nonetheless, he came to Varanasi and for two months the Lord taught him the principles of devotional service. He taught him about the constitutional position of the living entity, the cause of his bondage under material conditions, his eternal relation with the Personality of Godhead, the transcendental position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his expansions in different plenary portions of incarnations, his control of different parts of the universe, the nature of his transcendental abode, devotional activities, the different stages of development, the rules and regulations for achieving the gradual stage of spiritual perfection, the symptoms of different incarnations in different ages, and how to detect how to detect them with reference to the context of revealed scriptures. The Lord's teachings to Sanatana Goswami form a big chapter in the text of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita and to explain all the teachings in minute detail will require a volume in itself. These are treated in detail in our book Teachings of Lord Chaitanya and now of course Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, which wasn't published at the time of writing this. At Mathura, the Lord visited all the important places. Then he reached Vrindavan. Lord Chaitanya appeared in the family of a high caste Brahmana, and over and above that, as a sannyasi, he was the preceptor for all the Varnas and Ashramas. But he used to accept meals from all classes of Vaishnavas. At Mathura, the Sanudiya Brahmanas are considered to be in the lower status 
of society, but the Lord accepted meals in the family of such a brahmana also because his host appeared to happen to be a disciple of the Madhavendra Puri family. At Vrindavan, the Lord took bath in 24 important bathing places or ghats. He traveled to all the 12 important vanas, forests. In these forests, all the cows and birds welcomed him as if he were their very old friend. The Lord also began to embrace all the trees of those forests and by doing so, he felt the symptoms of transcendental ecstasy. Sometimes he fell unconscious, but he was made to regain conscious by the chanting of the holy name of Krishna. The transcendental symptoms that were visible on the body of the Lord during his travel within the forest of Vrindavan were all unique and inexplicable. And we have just given a synopsis only. Some of the important places that were visited by the Lord in Vrindavan were Kamyavan, Adishwar, Pavanasarovara, uh, Kandiravan, Kandiravan, Sheshashai, Kailatirtha, Bandiravan, Bhajravan, Srivan, Lohavan, Mahavan, Gokula, Kaliyarada, Dvadashiditya, Dvadashaita, Keshitirtha, and so on. When he saw the place where the Rasa dance took place, he at once fell down in trance. As long as he remained in Vrindavan, he made his headquarters at Akruragat. From Vrindavan, his personal servitor, Krishnadas Vipra, induced him to go back to Prayag to take bath during the Mag Mela. The Lord acceded, acceded to this proposal and they started for Prayag. On the way they met with some Patans, amongst whom there was a learned Molana. The Lord had some talks with the Molana and his companions and the Lord convinced the Molana that the Koran in, in, that in the Quran also there are descriptions of Bhagavad Dharma and Krishna. All the Patans were converted to his cult of devotional service. When he returned to Prayag, Srila Rupa Goswami and his youngest brother met him near the Bindu Madhava temple. This time the Lord was welcomed by the people of Prayag more respectfully. Balababhata, who resided on the other bank of the Prayag, Balababhata, who resided on the other bank of Prayag in the village of Adaila, was to receive him at his place. But while going there, the Lord jumped into the river Yamuna. With great difficulty, he was picked up in an unconscious state. Finally, he visited the headquarters Vallabhabhata. This Vallabhabhata was one of his chief admirers, but later on he inaugurated his own party, the Balaba Sampradaya. On the bank of the Dashashamedagat at Prayag, for ten days continuously, the Lord instructed Rupa Goswami in the science 
of devotional service to the Lord. He taught the Goswami the divisions of the living creatures in the 8,400,000 species of life. Then he taught him about the human species. Out of them he selected the followers of the Vedic principles. Out of them the fruitive workers. Out of them the empiric philosophers. And out of them the liberated souls. He said that among liberated souls there are only a few who, act, who are actually pure devotees of Lord Sri Krishna. Srila Rupa Goswami was the younger brother of Sanatana Goswami and when Rupa Goswami retired from service he brought with him two boats full of gold coins. This means that he brought with him some hundreds of thousands of rupees accumulated by the labor of his service. And before leaving home <clears throat> and before leaving home for Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he divided the wealth as follows. 50% for the service of the Lord and his devotees, 50% for relatives, and 25% for his personal needs in case of emergency. In that way, he set an example for all householders. The Lord taught the Goswami about devotional service, <clears throat> comparing it to a creeper, and advised him to protect the bhakti creeper most carefully against the mad elephant offense, against the pure devotees. In addition, the creeper has to be protected from the desires of sense enjoyment, monistic liberation, and perfection of the Hatha Yoga system. They are all detrimental on the path of devotional service. Similarly, Violence against living beings and desire for worldly gain, worldly reception, and worldly fame are all detrimental to the progress of bhakti or Bhagavat Dharma. Pure devotional service must be freed from all desires for sense gratification, fruitive aspirations, and culture of monistic knowledge. One must be freed from all kinds of designations. And when one is thus converted to transcendental purity, one can then serve the Lord by purified senses. As long as there, as long as there is the desire to enjoy sensually or to become one with the Supreme or to possess the mystic powers, there is no question of attaining the stage of pure devotional service. Devotional service. Devotional service is conducted under two categories, namely primary practice and spontaneous emotion. <clears throat> when one can rise to the platform of spontaneous emotion, he can make further progress by spiritual advanced attachment, feeling, love and many higher stages of devotional life for which there are no English words. We have tried to explain the science of devotional service in our book, The Nectar of Devotion, based on the authority of Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu by Srila Rupa Goswami.
Transcendental Devotional Service has five stages of reciprocation. One, the self-realization stage, just after liberation from material bondage, is called the Shanta, or neutral stage. Two, after that, when there is development of transcendental knowledge of the Lord's internal potencies, internal opulences, the, the devotee engages himself in the dasya stage. Three, by further development of the dasya stage, a respectful fraternity with the Lord develops, and above that, a feeling of friendship on equal terms becomes manifest. Both these stages are called the Sakya stage or devotional service and friendship. Above this is the stage of parental affection toward the Lord and this is called the Vatsalya stage. <clears throat> Five, and above this is the stage of conjugal love and this stage is called the higher stage of love of God. Although there, is, or, although there is no difference in quality in any of the above stages. The last stage, conjugal love of God, is called Madhurya stage, the Madhurya stage. Thus he instructed Rupa Goswami in devotional service. Thus he instructed Rupa Goswami in devotional science and deputed him to Vrindavan to excavate the lost sites of the transcendental pastimes of the Lord. After this, the Lord returned to Varanasi and delivered the sannyasis and instructed the elder brother of Rupa Goswami. We have, we have already discussed this. The Lord left only eight shlokas of his instructions in writing and they are known as the Shikshastaka. All other literatures of his divine cult were extensively written by the Lord's principal followers, the six Goswamis of Vrindavan, and their followers. The cult of Chaitanya philosophy is richer than any other, and it is admitted to be the universal religion of the day, with the potency for spreading as Vishwadharma, or universal religion. We are glad that the matter has been taken up by some enthusiastic sages like Bhaktisiddhanta, Saraswati Goswami Maharaj, and his disciples. We shall eagerly wait for the day, happy days of the Bhagavad Dharma, or Prema Dharma, inaugurated by the Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The eight shlokas completed by the Lord are 1. <clears throat> Glory to the Sri Krishna Sankirtan, which cleanses the heart of all the dust accumulated for years and extinguishes the fire of conditional life, of repeated birth and death. This Sankirtan movement is the prime benediction for humanity at large because it spreads the rays of the benediction moon. 
It is the life of all transcendental knowledge. It increases the ocean of transcendental bliss and it enables us to fully taste the nectar for which we are always anxious. 2. O my Lord, your holy name alone can render all benediction to living beings and thus you have hundreds and millions of names like Krishna and Govinda. In these transcendental names you have invested all your transcendental energies. There are not even hard and fast rules for chanting these names. O oh my Lord, out of kindness you enable us to easily approach you by chanting your holy names, but I am so unfortunate that I have no attraction for them. 3. One should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking, one's, thinking oneself lower than the straw in the street. And one should be more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige, and ready to offer all respect to others. In such a state of mind, one can chant the holy name of the Lord constantly. 4. O Almighty Lord, I have no desire to, to accumulate wealth, nor do I desire beautiful women, nor do I want any number of followers. I only want your causeless devotional service in my life, birth after birth. 5. O son of Maharaj Nanda Krishna, I am your eternal servitor, yet somehow or other I have fallen into the ocean of birth and death. Please pick me up from this ocean of death and place me as one of the atoms of your lotus feet. 6. O my Lord, when will my eyes be decorated with tears of love flowing constantly when I chant your holy name? When will my voice choke up? And when will the hairs of my body stand on end at the recitation of your name? 7. I know no one but Krishna as my Lord, and he shall remain so even if he handles me roughly in his embrace or makes me broken-hearted by not being present before me. I skipped one. Mm -hmm. Number six, sorry. O my Lord, when will my eyes be decorated with... There's actually seven. Excuse me? Seven. Oh, excuse me. Text number seven. O Govinda, feeling your separation, I am considering a moment to be like twelve years or more. Tears are flowing from my eyes like torrents of rain and I am feeling all vacant in the world in your absence. And finally, eight. I know no one but Krishna as my Lord and he shall remain so even if he handles me roughly by in his embrace or makes me broken-hearted by not being present before me. He is completely free to do anything and everything for he is always my worshipable Lord unconditionally. Hare Krishna. So I'm having some problems with my voice. I'm struggling to read. 
So I'm going to stop here. It's a good stopping place because it's the end of the introduction. And tomorrow, by the, by the will of Krishna, by Krishna willing, uh, we will begin the uh, text of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. So if there's any points that you heard that rang your chimes, please let us hear your reflections and discussions. Hare Krishna. Hare Bo. from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hari Bo. <coughs> Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hari Krishna. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. Jai Shri Prabhupada. His Divine Grace, Kijai. From Santa Rupa Devi Dasi. Santa Rupa, Hare Krishna. Hope things are okay in Wales. He says, Jai Maharaj and dear devotees. Today I was fortunate to go out on Sankirtan with the devotees in Cardiff and now so happy to hear Srila Prabhupada's books from you. Thank you. Hare Krishna, it's our pleasure, believe me. Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna Maharaj. I think I'm addicted to this. I cannot live without it. That's a fact. Hare Krishna. Sudevi Dasi. Hari Bol to Devi Dasi. Hari Krishna Maharaj. Hari Krishna. From Rati Manjari. Hari Bol Rati. Jai dear Guru Maharaj. Seeing you makes Krishna conscious, Krishna consciousness an attractive reality and immediately strengthens my desire to want to be a devotee. Thank you for your immovable determination to serve Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much. May it be true. May your words come true. You're a Sankirtanero. So, you're a Sankirtan devotee. So, I'm sure those words are potent. Hare Krishna. Waiting for somebody else? I usually fill in, but my voice is so strange tonight. Hare Krishna. Well, we're only at 7.44, but I think I'll stop now. Give my book. Well, something else is coming. Murti. Hari Murti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai. All glories to Prabhupada. I found that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching is the great mercy for fallen souls in the age of Kali. I am feeling grateful to hear about him from Srila Prabhupada by your reading. Yes, we are all extremely fortunate to be able to hear this wonderful introduction um, written by Srila Prabhupada, summarizing Lord Chaitanya's life. It's amazing, simply amazing and blissful creates automatically creates a desire in the heart to want to go forward in Krishna consciousness and reach Krishna. 
that desire, when it becomes intensified to the point that tears will come from the eyes unless we can see Krishna, then Krishna will appear to us. Hare Krishna. From Krishnangi Mulder? Yes, Krishnangi Mulder. Hare Bol. Hare Krishna, thank you, Maharaj. I'm grateful that Srila Prabhupada brings us into connection with Lord Chaitanya first. Yes, there, because there's no other pathway to the lotus feet of Krishna in this Kali Yuga but for the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. You cannot enter into the pastimes of Radha and Krishna without the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. And anybody who thinks they can is living in delusion. That is the pathway to Sahajism or a kind of pseudo-devotional service which is uh, cheaply uh, obtained even by imitation of symptoms and so on and so forth. So, so yes, the lotus feet of Lord Chaitanya are everything. And because he chanted the holy name of Krishna into this universe, even though it was already there, the holy name, and it was already all potent, but Lord Chaitanya's vibrating the, the, word, the, the holy name into this universe uh, empowered the devotees to be able to chant. So we're here by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya and his um, ever-liberated associates who have passed down this wonderful knowledge and the potency of the holy name. It didn't say so much in the, uh, about it in the introduction, but everywhere Lord Chaitanya went, anyone who saw him or heard him chant became immediately elevated to the stage of pure prema, pure love of God by His causeless mercy. And now the world is being uh, gradually inundated. It's like a slow-moving tsunami and the Holy Name is manifesting itself all over the world uh, Yeah, by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and His empowered uh, followers Hare Krishna from Bhakta Rupa Adibol Bhakta Rupa thank you for reading this evening Maharaj all glories to Sri the Prabhupada I was taken by the paragraph about carefully protecting the bhakti creeper mm. how do we protect said creeper from the desires of sense enjoyment by keeping yourself surrounded by pure devotees, by living in the, in the company of pure devotees, you keep yourself protected. And by chanting Hare Krishna without offense. Those are the teachings of Lord Chaitanya and given to us by Srila Prabhupada. I know it sounds simple, but it, it isn't so simple. Because in the Kali Yuga, you know, the propensity for quarreling and dissension and, you know, differences of opinion are so strong 
they even enter into the Krishna consciousness movement. But still, despite all that, if you continue to chant Hare Krishna without stopping and reading Srila Prabhupada's books and trying to do your best, whatever it is, whatever degree you can do to try to spread the Krishna consciousness movement, especially by distributing the holy name through Harinam Sankirtan, Srila Prabhupada's transcendental literatures, which actually are his uh, kirtan, uh, and distributing Krishna Prasadam, the remnants of food offered to Krishna. Uh, and in this way, uh, the movement spreads. And we become purified more and more to be able to actually taste the things we're hearing about in these books. The personalities that are gracing the pages of Srila Prabhupada's books are real. They're there in the sound. Uh, and by associating with them and by associating in the uh, company of devotees, living with devotees, uh, one becomes protected against uh, the influence of the material energy. Prabhupada said, if you follow the four regulator principles strictly in your life, without deviation, and chant minimum of 16 rounds of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra on your beads, and uh, try to avoid offenses, you can go back to Godhead in this life, no matter what position you're in at the moment. Hare Krishna. So to Prakashananda Saraswati, it sounded like too good to be true, too easy. Therefore, it couldn't be the most elevated thing because it was too easy. You just chant and dance. And yeah. But it is true. In the Shikshastakam uh, of Lord Chaitanya, his only written teachings, expounded upon by his followers, the six Goshamis of Vrindavan and they are sincere followers and therefore what I'm going to do is I'm going to read it again don't mind the, the eight shlokas or shikshastaka completed by the Lord are glory to the Sri Krishna Sankirtan which cleanses the heart of all the dust accumulated for years and extinguishes the fire of conditional life, of repeated birth and death. This Sankirtan movement is the prime benediction for humanity at large because it spreads the rays of the benediction moon. It is the life of all transcendental knowledge. It increases the ocean of transcendental bliss and it enables us to fully taste the nectar for which we are always anxious. 2. O my Lord, your holy name alone can render all benediction to living beings and thus you have hundreds and millions of names like Krishna and Govinda. In these transcendental names you have invested all your transcendental energies. There are not even hard and fast rules for chanting these names. O oh my Lord, 
out of kindness, you enable us to easily approach you by chanting your holy names. But I am so unfortunate that I have no attraction for them. 3. One should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking oneself lower than the straw in the street. One should be more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige, and be ready to offer all respect to others. In such a state of mind, one can chant the holy name of the Lord constantly. Text 4 O Almighty Lord, I have no desire to accumulate wealth, nor do I desire beautiful women, nor do I want any number of followers. I only want your causeless devotional service in my life, birth after birth. 5. O son of Maharaj Nanda, Krishna, I am your eternal servitor, yet somehow or other I have fallen into the ocean of birth and death. Please pick me up from this ocean of death and place me as one of the atoms of your lotus feet. 6. O my Lord, when will my eyes be decorated with tears of love flowing constantly when I chant your holy name? When will my voice choke up? And when will the hairs of my body stand on end at the recitation of your name? 7. O Govinda, feeling your separation, I am considering a moment to be like twelve years or more. Tears are flowing from my eyes like torrents of rain and I am feeling all vacant in, this, in the world in your absence. And finally, eight. I know no one but Krishna as my Lord, and he shall remain so, even, even if he handles me roughly as in his embrace, or makes me broken-hearted by not being present before me. He is completely free to do anything and everything, for he is always my worshipful Lord unconditionally. Worshipable Lord unconditionally. Hare Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai. The whole philosophy is contained in those eight shlokas from beginning to end. From Rati Manjari. Hare Krishna Rati. She says, I seem to have heard that Sri the Rupa Goswami has arranged the slokas of the Shikshastakam in a certain order. Is this correct? I've never heard it. I've never heard that before. Uh, where did you hear it? It may be true. I don't, I don't know. I've never heard it before. I only know what I've heard from Srila Prabhupada. He presented in this order, and I might add that in the twentieth chapter of the uh, Antyalila, in the last chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the verses are given in this order. So I don't know where you heard it, but 
I don't think so, but I, I can't. I don't know, but I do know that in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is written by Sri Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, according to the notebooks of Sarup Dhammada Goswami and and um, and what's his name, Morari Gupta, uh, and memorized by Raghunath Das Goswami, that the order of the Chaitanya of the Chikshastika is given by Lord Chaitanya himself in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hare Krishna. She commented, she said, I don't remember Guru Maharaj, I'm sorry, it may not be true. Uh, yes, correct, thank you very much. From Bhakta Sebastian. Haribo Bhakta Sebastian. Hare Krishna, dear Guru Hope your marathon's going well. Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. I really like the part about treating everyone equal. It's obvious on Sankirtan when we see how we need to treat everyone as individual, being equal and enthusiastic without being offended. Hmm. I was just reflecting with a devotee how merciful the devotees were, uh, the devotees we first met were, and how they looked over our offenses. Mm. So I pray I can be so merciful on Sankirtan as well, mm. like they were to me. Yes, thank you very much for that deep realization, and I have the same uh, realization having distributed books for years, uh, and that is that it's the quickest way to realize uh, the philosophy of Christian consciousness. To actually go out and give the books to people that you've never met before and try to convince them to give something in return and take a book and read it. It's, it's a genius plan by Srila Prabhupada. Benefiting the devotees who are going out and benefiting the people on the streets who are meeting the devotees yes everyone now is so is suffering so much from this pandemic and all the conspiracy theories that are floating around you know and uh, therefore people are suffering uh, like anything and no amount of material explanation or material adjustment will help that uh, only pure Krishna consciousness contained in Prabhupada's books uh, will will help it. The movement spreading all over the world due to Srila Prabhupada's books um, for a fact because before he came to the West and distributed and, and wrote these books and distributed them widely uh, no one knew about Krishna. Maybe a few, a few scholars here and there who were researching Gaudiya Vaishnava Indian philosophy. But uh, the innocent public had no idea. And one person, Srila Prabhupada, and these books of his uh, are doing that work. It is, it is inarguable. Uh, Hare Krishna.
him, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. She says, and also in Jiva Dham of Sri Bhaktivinod is in the same order, the Shikshashtakam. Oh, very good, thank you. Another comment from Rati Manjari. I loved how Sri the Prabhupada called Sri the Bhakti Siddhanta an enthusiastic sage and how he is eagerly waiting for the philosophy of Lord Chaitanya to spread all over the world. Yes. And that is the proof that the prediction by Bhakti Thakur and also by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is being fulfilled by Srila Prabhupada. And anyone who tries to relativize his position uh, or compare him to anyone else who has come out of the Gaudiya Math, you know, is, what can I say? Hare Krishna. <laughs> That's all I can say. So if anybody's worried because Prabhupada is no longer here and don't have faith in Prabhupada's followers or whatever, you know, if you take take away the filters and just the, the, of doubt and just read Prabhupada's books without any filter of doubt, then you will get Krishna consciousness and you will taste Shiva Prabhupada's association and and receive his mercy and be able to be actually satisfied in this world of confusion and dissatisfaction. Krishna says in this 17th chapter of Bhagavad Gita that the austerity of the mind in, in the Kali Yuga especially is satisfaction because the mind is by nature in the Kali Yuga dissatisfied, always dissatisfied, always restless never satisfied. So Prabhupada gave us this formula uh, in, the, in his purport uh, to this verse uh, 17.6 that if one stops thinking about sense gratification, if he trains his mind to always be doing good for others and he regularly hears the Vedic literatures, that he will be he becomes satisfied in mind, and without that satisfaction, one one must be restless, and looking for newer and newer solutions other than these simple straight solutions that Lord Chaitanya and his representative Shiva Prabhupada gave us in the Western world. Hari Krishna. And I thank all of you for your wonderful reflections and in this tonight, the questions. Very good. Thank you, Rati, for that question. It allowed, it opened up some uh, remembrances. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you, Gopukanya Devi Dasi, for that confirmation of Bhakti Thakur's book. And uh, yes. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda bhakta brinda ki jai. Gaur premanandi. Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic. Only now we're going tomorrow into the actual body of the text of the Srimad Bhagavatam. 
the summum bonum, the uh, ripened fruit of all the Vedic literatures. Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow night. Hare Bol.